It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hola, mi gente. It's Ish, and I know you've been hearing me rave about UFIT on this show since the very start. And as I've mentioned, fitness shouldn't have to cost un ojo de la cara. Bueno, that's not a problem at UFIT. Monthly memberships start at just $10. That's right. You can have access to state-of-the-art fitness equipment and group classes offered at many locations. There's even affordable personal trainers who put together a personalized plan that might even let you still enjoy the occasional croquetica. Maybe. <laughs> affordable and member-focused. ¿Qué más tú quieres? Find your fit at ufit.com to find a club nearest you. After all, only you can be your own fitness hero. Hey people, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And, and this, this is season four of Better Let, Let Me Tell You. Eve lasted on the talk a year maybe another one bites the dust in the talk <laughs> well yeah so Eve left uh, Sharon Osborne was asked to leave uh-huh. um, and uh, now the Carrie Ann and Ava Carrie Ann and Ava Carrie Ann and left uh-huh. Uh-huh. and now the lady who's I think the editor of Teen Vogue or something that like means that means if we this week she announced and now um, uh, Jerry O'Connell's coming in well Jerry O'Connell's already in because you replaced Sharon Osborne I think that we should apply for the for the what at this rate yeah, at this rate, we, we should. We're a well, twofer. Every, everybody, do you guys want us on the talk? <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pero Let Me Tell You, episode... 172. 172. 172. Okay, don't, don't go down that route because it took me forever to realize the difference between 60 and 70. Oh, that's and, still the... And yeah, to this no, day. No, you know the worst is when somebody gives you a phone number and it's like, see. Sí, 305-264-6472. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna need but you. Why? To, yeah, I'm gonna need you to do that digit by digit. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, uh, but sorry. why? <laughs> um so yeah, all this nonsense of the you know, I've never cared for that show. Of the talk? No, because I watched the view. That's true. That's true. And you know what? Say what you will about the view, but the view talks about politics and it gets dirty and it gets you know, nitty gritty. Whereas I feel the And who doesn't love a dirty Joe Behar? The talk is so garden variety. Well, I mean, everybody has to have their own lane. 
know what I, I mean? Guess. Like, it, 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 they, 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 because the, the problem is that if they become politicky, right, then it's like, oh, they're trying to be like the View. So right. I think my one of my favorite things you ever told me is that your mom loves the real. My mom loves the real. Like, I of course, the most urban one of them all is the one that my mother loves. And it's not like we even one of those, like, maybe not now, but in its heyday when she would stay home and take care of the, uh, my nephews, um, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, no, I've seen it or whatever. She would be like, no, porque la loni love. Y, que loni love is great. Y la tía amor. Like, she knew them all by name. Like, I think she that the reason why the real has been so good is because I think they really have chemistry between the... It's also an untapped market. You know, at the end right, of the day, but, but, well, it, it is, but they really do have chemistry, and I think Adrian, um, bueno, Bailong, that's not her last name anymore, pero I think she's great. She is great. Who knew that, that she was going to have to after three LW? <laughs> well, I mean, she was a cheater girl. Yeah, you you will or you don't don't. So no, what was it? No more, baby, gonna baby, do I'm gonna right. do right. Gonna do right. You can or you can't. Can three LW, man, early two thousand songs. It was her and Keely, and hey, there was another one. There was the other girl that they kicked out, and I'll never forget that they threw um, the chicken. Yes, they had a, <laughs> a fight with KFC. I like a KFC. Yeah, something like that. Why do we know that? <laughs> Don't ask me about algebra, but that I remember. Why do we know that? I don't that, that know. They, they had a like hoedown at like at a KFC. KFC. It was at a chicken joint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you're three LW. Like you're at a three L. Uh, yeah, but they, um, but they were KFC. also like twelve. They were, you know, they were, they were, they were little kids. Listeners, do you even know what we're talking about? Three <laughs> LW. It was, it was this little pop group in the early two yeah. thousand. They had like you know, maybe one or two during the MTV TRL heyday. Oh my god, I totally thought of you the other day because I was scrolling through, uh, scrolling through the the TV guide, you know, on online or on the screen, and you know how you said like, yeah, MTV will do, will play anything, anything yeah. except for a music video, right? Yeah. Do you know what they were playing on MTV two the other day? What? Do you want me to give you three guesses and and there were was it a movie? It was a movie. It's MTV Two, so yes, it's a movie. I don't know. Were they playing like Clueless? No, that would actually be kind of in line with with MTV. Yeah. Were they playing like I don't know Pearl Harbor? No, but you're getting warmer. Were they playing? <laughs> okay, so this has to be like disaster. <laughs> no, actually, it's not. No, no, no. Oh, I don't know. Uh... Were they playing, I don't know, Geely? No, no. That actually, <laughs> were they, at least J-Lo was in that one. What were they playing? Dances with Wolves. On MTV2? Mm-hmm. On MTV2, they were playing Dances with Wolves. Because when I think of the home of, you know, alternative music videos that was MTV2, the first thing I think of is, you know, Academy so, Award nominee. Let's have Costner. this conversation. <laughs> let's have this conversation. And I think our listeners will appreciate this. I've said for years mm-hmm. that if, <laughs> if like a... If I had a three wishes, well, I don't know if I would use this as one of if my. If the wishes. stars aligned, if the stars, if the aligned. stars aligned, like I would love, like in, in a in a like fantasy world, for somebody to be like, guess what? You're gonna be in charge of MTV, <laughs> and I will revive MTV. <laughs> I told you the first thing I would do is shut it down. I would shut MTV down. I would make it go off the air. It needs to start brand new because you know what? Okay. You know, I, like I really want to know who's in charge of programming there. Because let me tell you something, MTV. Well, whoever it is is okay. being blackmailed by ridiculousness. Okay. Whoever is in programming, head of programming or whatever mm-hmm. in um, MTV, I want to tell you something. I want this to be a direct message, and we know you're listening. Ridiculousness <laughs> is not going to happen. 
just like fetch didn't happen. <laughs> Actually, fetch happened more than ridiculousness. Well, well, re- fetch happened by not happening. Right, right. right. Ridiculousness is not going <laughs> to happen. Nobody cares about that show. I don't think I have ever seen a network invest so much in trying to make something happen than that show. Now, I realize that the production value is probably low. It probably costs them like a buck and a quarter. Right. right. Because they get pretty much home videos. It's, well, it's, it's, pretty, it's, it's viral videos. It's pretty much a ridiculous version of America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, that's Though true. they don't have to pay for Bob Saget. Or, or, or now Alfonso Rivero. Right. Those are higher names, bigger names. This is true. Right. Ridiculousness is not going to happen. Let it go. Oh, by the way, <laughs> do you know they came out with the Challenge 36? Yes. It's like Who's on it now? No, now they're now they're it's not no longer like MTV. Like there's okay, this guy what, Ed, what MTV celebrities Ed are there? In what the are they circle. gonna have the sixteen pregnant the on and, and <laughs> on Netflix? Now they have to outsource because like I think it it, it is really. I, I look. I understand that times obviously change, change right? And, and people have music videos on demand right. now. I, I insist. I insist, and I I really believe that if somebody came to MTV with like a real plan. A real plan and had a real team. I think MTV could still be saved because the thing with MTV is that what you have to remember. I know that you know, and especially in your field, that you know, your it's marketing and all that. I know it's all about demographics. Yeah, right. But I want to believe, and maybe I'm very wrong, but I don't think I am. That our generation. We may not be the 18, what is it, 18 to 35 yeah, yeah. anymore? But our generation and even Gen, what's the generation? Because we're X. technically millennials. Or one X. Before, X. X. These are generations that were raised on MTV. There's a nostalgia there. Right. So I think these are generations that would still watch MTV if it had proper programming. If MTV still played videos and had different video shows of different genres... <laughs> I would or, watch or the MTV. content revolved around music. Let's say yes, because there is still something to be said about putting on MTV and not having to do a thing and just letting the videos play. That is how you discover new music. Now I realize with Spotify and all this stuff, you you can create playlists and all this. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, but you don't but, discover it the same way. You have to seek it out. Right. There's still a proactive yeah, yeah. element to it. You ha- exactly. You have. An endless amount of music at your fingertips, but where do you start? But where do you start? Exactly, which is what you and I talk about all the time. Like, how is it that in a world that there's 25 million streaming services, we and we're we have all of them? Like, how can we be at home and be like, there's nothing to watch? Yes, yeah. I wind so, up watching. You know, I love Lucy. I end up watching YouTube documentaries like of One Door Productions talking about bridges. Like, and here I have the, all, like all this content available to me. Right. Right. I believe that, like, if you had like proper programming on MTV with uh, focused programming, right, it will still attract an audience. And I think that our demographic or our generation, like older millennials and Gen X, X, I think that our generation that was raised in a more commercial, more like MTV generation, I think that. The rules are different. You can create some type of resonant programming. Yes. I really think so. And I think that obviously now it would have to be a lot more interactive. I mean, that even interactive is a passe term. Yeah, but, it, but yes, yes. It would have to be a... You, we would have to figure out how to include like mobile technology and like 
social media you into it. You know what? Yes and no. Because I wonder if there's something to be said. You, you kind of mentioned this in passing of like, you know, you could just turn on MTV and, and just let it go. I wonder if there's some value to passive viewing. For instance, when I watch HGTV, I mean, I love watching all of them. It's on. It's not like I have to, you know, I don't have to go online and check out, you know, the the millionaire home blah blah app. You know, there's something to be said for passive viewers. There is, there is, and I think that there's there's kind of a, a sort of fatigue of all this like all these platforms. Yeah. Right. Estamos igual que cuando cable. When Opeod. when cable first came out. Oh no no Opeod. because everybody's like oh cut the cord cut the cord right but between all the streaming services that you have to buy right you're you're it's a new cord yeah so I think I mean just think about like unplugged such a groundbreaking show and it's it, it, where does it air like they've had one they had Miley had one recently where did it air actually it aired on MTV but it aired like once. Okay, but I'll never forget that like last year whenever Madonna came out with Madame X, they actually had an interview of her live and they premiered the video. Really? And I remember I was like, wait, is MTV having like music related content <laughs> on air? Like it was Did surprising. Somebody take over the studio? Right? Yeah. It was surprising. Like unplugged the real world. Like for example, the real world. The real world turning turned into such a joke. For a show that was so incredibly groundbreaking that I should have been a part of, but we've we've had that discussion. we've had that discussion. Had that discussion. Um, I think that even nowadays, like with reality TV, sort of already just being it's just part of the but, landscape. But but think about it. Like in so many ways, we're more divided than ever now, and that is like a that's perfect. True. That's a perfect ground environment for for sticking people together. Like stick a Trumper with a trans person, yeah, a or, Muslim with a Christian. Uh, the, the, oh my God, are we just casting a real world? Yes, right <laughs> yes, I I would totally do that, right? Because what was the first real world about? Like, oh, Julie in the same house with you know Julie, the white girl that you know lived in a farm with you know Kevin, the black activist, right? right? And that at at that time that was revolutionary, made, yeah. made really good television, and that right? gave way to you know right. season two. Season Obviously, three, yeah. that's not at issue anymore. Thankfully, um, that's not really an issue. Not like it was at, at that Where? time. Um, but now, like, there's so many other factions and so many other things that people, a non-binary person, yes, a non-binary yeah. person, you know, like somebody who's ultra Christian conservative, you know, put them together, and I think that that would still make good television. You know, but it has to be genuine. It has to be genuine, and because, that may be a problem nowadays, though, because of the whole reality TV becoming yes what it no, is. Yes. You may get people who know they're coming in to play the quote-unquote role of the bitch, the nice one, the, you know, the slut, the, what, you know? Right, but but I think that what, what happened with the real world is that once the real world Las Vegas came around and they started concentrating on sex and hooking up. Right. Right? And that's not what I, it was I, about. I have to tell you, I hung on, I hung... You hung I hung with the real world for a much longer... I mean, I was... I... I mean, I was like the third iteration of New York. Of New York, I was watching. Like, I stuck. I stuck around way too long, way after. And the show, like within the first episode, be like, "Oh, so who's going to hook up with what?" And I'm like, "This is so not what the show was about." It became a a Bravo show. It was terrible. It was just terrible. And there were such groundbreaking moments and television on MTV, and it's just it's such a shame. 
what that brand turned into. It, I mean, I, 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 to your point, I just don't know if it even has any value anymore. I'm you don't, sure, you I'm don't sure. think it could be resurrected? <sighs> I just don't know if there's any interest in it, in resurrecting it. Okay, but don't you think it's like if they build it, they would come? Because I know I would watch. I, uh, it's a double-edged sword because like you said, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, well, but we need the youth. We need the youth. We need the youth. And the youth is on the TikTok, you know? And it's like, is there is there an interest from, from a business perspective to even court the eyeballs of anyone? They had know? a show with that. I, 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 what's Brett, Bretterman Rock, the, that oh. YouTube kid that he's like really flamboyant, um, Bertman Rock or something. Todrick Hall? No, 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 no. That he's Filipino. Um, oh, I think I know. I don't know. I don't know him, but I I know where you're going. Had a show with him, and I could see why because he's like he's on TikTok on all, mm. and he's really young, and he has a lot of followers. But mira, Todrick Hall had a show on MTV at one point where it was you know because his whole spiel was being able to make like a music video or or a movie like with very little money and resources. That's that that is good content for an MTV. You know, you've got somebody who can make a music video out of nothing and how do you resourcefully make a music video and that still has like that that element of modern because, you know, you're going to make your music video for the TikTok and on, on Insta Reels and whatever, you know. So, I feel like they tried to court the younger audience while having a germ of the original idea of MTV, which is music, and it just, I don't think it takes off. I just don't think I don't think that the younger... But they're not playing music. That's the thing. I think they need to play music. It's MTV. It's music television. I mean, I know they rebranded and they don't say music television anymore, but I think that they need to go back to... It, it, I think if, they if, are If there was any chance to save that brand, it needs to go back to what it was, music. Because there's a million other platforms to do a million other things now. The M and MTV stands for music about as much as the TLC and TLC stands for the Learning Channel. Oh, that's what a shame. And A and E, arts and and entertainment. Now it's like what? Intervention. intervention. Hoarders. Hoarder. I love hoarders. I didn't say I didn't like it, but that's not arts and entertainment. <laughs> VH1 is not video hits one. When when I watch hoarders, and I you know I obviously know that that's an illness, a mental yeah. illness. But when I watch hoarders, I'm like, oh my god, I feel so much better about like the days that I'm at home. It and could I'm be like, worse. Que chiquero tengo, que chiquero hay en la casa. Like the house is so dirty, and it's like, wow, it could be worse. That's like the pinnacle to that. Yes. Um, so yeah. <laughs> anyway, speaking of MTV. There's somebody I wanted to bring up because there's a story that's been all over the place this week. Okay. And I think this is the perfect example of social media and what we say. Again, we should put this on the t-shirt. The best thing of social media is that it gave everybody a voice. Oh, the, the worst, worst thing. thing is that it gave everybody a voice. I'm actually trying to figure out how to make that visual. Mm-hmm. So I have been toying around with the t-shirt. Um, did you hear the whole thing with Beyonce and Jay-Z and, and Tiffany? Yes and no. Okay. So I know that she is like only like what the fourth woman ever to be photographed with a Tiffany diamond and she's the only black woman. Yes. Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> the reason I'm bringing this up. And, was this like know, a campaign? Like why would she? No. Why so the reason I'm bringing this up and you know, you know, our listeners, I, it would be really cool to see what you think about this. Right. And remember, Beyonce will never find out because she follows no one on Instagram. Right. Do you remember when when Ellen tried to like do something for she could, so she could be the only person that she <laughs> followed on Instagram? Um, anyway, so Beyonce and Jay Z are on the cover. They did a photo shoot and, and a whole advertisement 
Fort Tiffany's. Okay. And okay. Tiffany, Tiffany, you know, the jewelry store. Uh, it recently not the got, 80s pop star? N- no, <laughs> okay. not the 80s pop star. They aren't, they aren't, um, what is it? <laughs> holding on. They're not, they're, not, they're not holding on to each other's hand. Right. But Tiffany's are at a mall. This is true. So anyway, so Tiffany kind of wants to appeal to a younger audience. They, they recently got bought by Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton, yeah. And so they want like a more younger hip audience. Right. So, of course, Jay-Z and Beyonce. So have you seen the ad? I think so. It's just them, like, sta- it, it, so, they're not doing anything okay. so out of the ordinary. Beyonce. She's and standing, right? She's standing. I, I think they took a few pictures. I think it's just not one picture. Oh, okay. Um, but Beyonce standing, I think there's one that she's sitting. Whatever. Beyonce, and, and in the background, there's a, I can never get his name right, but Bas- Basquiat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Painting, okay. which he, as you know, was a very, um, he was a painter in the 70s and 80s. He actually dated Madonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There's a movie about his life. Right. He he died in 1988 and now, you know, he was one of these like street graffiti yeah, kind he, of. Yeah, I think he was friends with uh, Warhol. Warhol and all yeah. that. He was in that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, obviously, after he passed away, like his artwork now is like. Skyrocket. Worth a ton of money and he's very coveted and whatever. El gelengue que se ha formado <laughs> with that campaign. First of all. This is like, I'm like... I think I'm, we're the only place to ever refer to that campaign with gelengue. Yeah. Okay. First of all, there's so many things going on in the world. Right. You know, Take your pick. Take your pick. You know, the, the, Hurricane the, Ida. The hurricane and, and yes. All these things going on. Okay. Right. But this First is what... First of all, right. the people who want to freaking down with Beyonce because... The, the oh, it's a blood diamond. It's right. It is and it isn't. Okay. The, okay. So let me let me get to this. So Lady Gaga wore that diamond. Okay. Two years ago, when she was in the Academy Award and she sang with oh with, with Bradley Cooper. Yes. Okay. That's the, the that's year that of a star is born. It's uh-huh. that diamond. Okay, okay. Okay. Did anybody care make a big deal about Lady Gaga wearing that diamond? Nobody. Nobody. I no. did not hear a single. No, no. It can, no. Nobody did. No. Right. But Beyonce puts on the diamond and the world is ending. Right? <laughs> so now that it started off with all, and all these editorials about the blood diamond and all that. Right. And I read an editorial on NBC.com. Which you where the, where the lady even said, oh, we don't know if this is a blood diamond. We don't know the source of it, but most diamonds at that time that were um, harvested were blood diamonds, which, Fine. which, which, statistically, that, that yeah. is a real issue. Right, right. That, you know, the whole thing with blood diamonds, that is a real issue. And that is something that it, it's not a game. It, it's, I mean, right, right, right. what they used to do to those poor people to get these diamonds, they used to like mutilate them and all yeah. that. Like, that's a real serious Right. right. This was like an 18... 18- right. So statistically speaking, it's probably a blood diamond. Right. But they'd have no direct evidence that it was. Okay. Although, again, in that time, many diamonds were harvested. That, in that likelihood, way. right. Right. So all these people that, oh, you know, she's a hypocrite because her music, you know, is so black, uh, you know, empowerment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and this is going on in Africa. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like... That again, that is that is an issue worth talking about. But why all? Why is Beyonce supposed to carry the weight of right. you know the blood diamond you know issue? Also, 
it may just never have occurred to her to ask. To be honest with you, I, I, well, that was because, part of because it. that's not a thing. Well, that, that's that, just not that, a thing. That I was think part about. of the, the thing. Well, Beyonce should have known better. I'm like, okay, why didn't people out, get outraged when Lady Gaga wore it two years ago? Right. You know, again, it's that selective outrage. Right. 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 Because again, it's not like bueno, Audrey Hepburn wore that diamond 60 years ago. No, 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 no. We're not talking about something that happened 60 right, years. We're ago. talking two years Le- ago. Two years ago, Lady Gaga right. wore that. You know. The same thing. Okay. So there's this whole infighting happening over the diamond. Then there's an infighting (laughs) happening over the dress that she wore. Because the dress that she wore, like the top, the cut Uh of the dress, is similar to Breakfast at Tiffany's. Okay. Right? Oh, you know, but why is she emulating Audrey Hepburn? You know, there's so many other people that she could have emulated. But and blah, 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 blah. Because and, it's know, an homage. And blah, blah, blah. Why does she have to do an homage? You know, Beyonce is... Fe- and, and again, you know how you, sometimes you say that, like, you, like, are ugh about Beyonce? And mm-hmm. I tell you, it's not Beyonce. It's the people. Right, 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 right. right. You know, and ugh, why does she have to give an homage to, you know, Audrey Hepburn? You know, she's Beyonce. She's the queen. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like... Right. Yeah, the same way that my problem is Lady Gaga isn't Lady Gaga. Oye, are you okay? I mean, no sé, últimamente, like, you've been looking a little tired. Bueno, imagínate, between Tristan going back to school, work, volunteering, and the podcast, I'm, like, feeling a little sluggish, you know? No, yeah, no, 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 I I totally hear you, man, but, okay, that's why I love going to UFIT. You know, that gym time, it really helps me, you know, not just with my health, pero como que un stress release. I know, but finding time to go is so hard. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. UFIT is open seven days a week, and most days are from 5 a.m. to 11 p.m. As you get, you definitely have time to go. 5 a.m.? Wow. That's true. But do they have many locations here in Miami? Que si tienen locations in Miami, they've got over 25 in just Miami-Dade alone. Wow, that's quite a lot of locations. Uh-huh. Okay, but what do they got at all these locations? Okay, well, let me see. They have... Group classes for Zumba or cycling. And, you know, we love to say Zumba. You know, it's just fun Zumba. Zumba. Uh, well, they have weights, free weights and machines. They have weights and Zumba. They have weights and Zumba. Like, I mean, what do you need? But you know what? Not only that, they got the cardio equipment. Okay, great. But some of the locations even have cardio equipment in a cardio cinema. A cardio cinema. Uh-huh. You get to watch movies while you sweat. Wow, okay, that's definitely one way to make that cardio go by quicker. It really does. Okay, you know, I've seen the start of many movies, not a lot of endings, because I was, you know, I got to go on to the weights afterwards. Mm, the weights. Yeah. Okay, Mr. UFIT, I'm convinced. So how do I sign up? Well, just visit UFIT.com to find the club nearest you, and you can even join online. O sea, it's super duper easy, but keep in mind, amenities do vary by location. Okay, one more question. Okay. You want to be my workout partner? Oh, okay. But uh, we already spent so much time together. And then, then they're making a whole big deal now about the Basquiat, Basquiat. Painting. Mm-hmm. painting. Oh, because, you know, he was totally like anti-establishment. Like, and he wouldn't have appreciated, you know, talking from the grave. Right. He wouldn't have appreciated <laughs> that they would have used this in such a high-profile thing. And, you know, the, the color uh-huh. of his painting... Is very similar to the Tiffany blue. Oh, okay. Right? I think that's probably why they picked it. Like, that painting. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it was a design choice. Right. Right. And, oh, you know, he would have never wanted his paintings to be, you know, uh, taken... Commercialized. Commercialized by a brand like Tiffany. And, you know, he would have had a problem with that. I'm like, he needed to pay his bills at the end of the day. <laughs> right? 
But the, the, the reason I bring this up is that this whole helenge, this back and forth over a freaking ad with Beyonce. And what bothers me the most is, again, there's issues that have been brought up that are very valid points. But why the selective outrage? Why with her? Because, again, other people have worn this diamond. Within the last five years. Right. So right. why why do we say, you know, today we're going to pick on Beyonce. Not that Beyonce is, you know, above reproach, above any right. type of criticism, but it's like, okay, today, today is the day that we are, la vamos a coger with Beyonce and Jay-Z. It, it like, it bothers me so much that everything, everything is everything. a problem. I was saying, that's everything. Everything is selective. Everything is a problem. Like everything. Every, everything is a problem. Everything is a problem. Everything is an issue. Everything is like blah, 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 blah. And then what bothers me is that it, it delegitimizes real arguments and real points because again, the blood diamond, the blood diamond, that is a very real thing. Right. That that is a huge problem. But now you're now you're talking about it as if it's like a, a little pop culture argument between right. who's better, the Beatles or the Rolling Stones. It's just we can't have nice things. We cannot. I keep telling you this. I, you you don't realize that, do you? It's like ugh, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> go to Tiffany's if you want. Don't go to Tiffany's if you want. Boycott Tiffany's. Life. Don't boycott Tiffany's. Like live your life however you wish. Na 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 na. Wait, <laughs> just uh, 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 Rihanna and and um. Uh, I don't know where this is going. Away, Rihanna and T and uh, Ti. Did you know the Rihanna and Ti song? Which I not offhand, no. Um, just live your life, na 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 na. Oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Don't ask me to sing it now, but yes. Yeah. So, give me the Well, I you know I figured we've had some fun. Maybe let's tackle something a little a little more serious. And then we can end with something fun as well. Okay. Shall we go to Texas? Are we going to talk <laughs> about the abortion ban? Oh, we can talk about the abortion ban. And we can also talk about the fact. Because a, a friend of mine. Actually, I know a couple of people live in Texas. And I don't know why. Um, no. I have I family in Texas. I don't know. I, what I mean by that is I don't know why. It's, no. I, it's, not, have, it's, it's not that I don't know why they live in Texas. We have two very good listeners and. That's Texas. true. That's true. Hi, so, Leslie. Hi, Julio. So this friend of mine, he posted on Instagram um, a screenshot of some other bills that were recently passed in Texas. Can we in, pay my bills? In a telephone bill? <laughs> Not those kind I of bills. I don't think you do. It's full circle to Beyonce. This is true. So in addition to the, you know, non-abortion ban ban. They also passed a bill that repeals the criminal offense of possessing, manufacturing, transporting, or repairing a firearm silencer. They're being proactive, and they've already got a bill on the books that will outlaw abortion in Texas once Roe versus Wade is overturned. They are preventing any government entity from prohibiting the sale or transportation of firearms or ammunition during a declared disaster or emergency. They're going to penalize cities that defund their police departments. The law freezes property tax revenues for cities with a population over 250K that defund the police. Under this law, the cities that defund the police will lose their annexation powers for 10 years, and any area annexed by a defunding city in the past 30 years can vote to disannex from the city. And they also passed a bill that prohibits camping in public spaces. And let me translate that last one for you guys. Basically, what it means is that it is now illegal to be homeless in Texas. 
It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Such a progressive state. I mean, I knew the Taliban had taken over Afghanistan, but Texas too? They could succeed for all I care. <laughs> um, well, I don't even know where to begin. Um, I don't think we're surprised that this is happening in Texas. Of all the states, um, I, I'd be uh, no, I'd be surprised if this was California. Listen, <laughs> I think that has a uh, same chance of passing here. Oh no, no, I, that was I, I saw look, Eva. Look, right now our governor's too preoccupied with masks. Um, well, no, that sort of happened here. Did it? Oh, the mask mandate. Oh, the ma- Oh, I was thinking about abortion. Sorry. Well, no, because the governor here passed an executive order saying, telling all school boards that they couldn't. Uh, mandate masks. And then the court said that that right, was unconstitutional. But, but before the court got involved, right. the school boards were like, no, you're gonna, you're not going to tell us what, what to, to do, do, and we're going to make our ruling based on what we need in our right. district. Well, so the court has since said that that is unconstitutional, that right. he cannot make that mandate, and yet still, the Board of Education has withheld funds from two of the school zones. Yeah. Yeah, because they want you to follow laws until it's the laws that they don't like. Right. Um, you can't be I mean, law abiding. I, mean, I think that absent the abortion uh, legislation that just passed uh, in Texas, I think all those other things are um, fear mongering uh, kind of bills. Uh, protect your children. Protect your family. Right. Uh, um, you know, it's kind of similar to here. The. Um, they passed that law, that that anti riot law. Unless it was the Cubans on on right. the expressway, right? They passed the anti riot law, right? So if it's I, I forgot the number, but if it's more than a certain amount of people, right, it's considered a riot, right? And if if it's a riot, then if a car hits you, they're hits not liable. You, yeah. They're not liable. They're not culpable, right? But when our people went We're out on the and, expressway and blocked the 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 Palmetto. Or are we enacting the anti-riot bill? No, no, that's not a riot, Darian, no. Right? So, I mean, all of this is, I mean, look, I don't want to turn it into like a whole Republican, Democrat, <laughs> liberal, conservative thing. But this is all a political ploy and a political move. Yeah, of course. Um, to This is what I've always, always, always said about liberal versus conservative values, if you will. Um, I prefer rhetoric. A rhetoric? Okay, we could say rhetoric. Because um, I don't think that any of these people actually have them as values. I, I've, I've never, and even today, I've never chosen to see people that think differently as me 
we're talking now politically and ideologically mm-hmm. as the enemy or right, as right. a bad person because the opposition because look i i've always been a liberal i've always been a democrat from a very very young age i knew that i had liberal mm-hmm. values or progressive values but you know there's many things on the conservative I guess agendas or, or values that I I don't I disagree with you know specifically fiscally mm-hmm. right um, so I've never seen it as some of our like, best friends are good are good versus evil like right. and I and I refuse to see it that way despite whatever is going on but the the, the main difference I've always thought between progressive and liberal values is that progressive progress I'm sorry. Progressive versus conservative <laughs> values is that there's many things in terms of prog- progressive agendas or progressive points of views that I actually disagree with. That I'm like, okay, you're going a little too far. Right. But the main difference that I've always seen it as is usually conservative values are rules, laws, theories that are on the backs of holding back other people. And holding back other people to do certain things because mm-hmm. you are in fear that your life and your lifestyle change. and your way of life is going to be affected, right? right? Immigration, uh, g- uh, gender issues, gay marriage, gay marriage yeah. um, all of this. Okay, no, we can't allow this. We can't allow this. Our values are this. Your values are always at the cost of oppressing other people that you don't like or you don't understand or you don't agree with or you're yeah, not comfortable your, your with. values don't change they are yours right and you know for example gay marriage is a perfect example mm-hmm. i mean do you remember all the arguments that used to be made just generally because if you <laughs> what's next marrying an animal right no but it was like the sky was falling right 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 the sky was gonna fall right. so here we are i mean well the supreme court case was in 2015 so five six years later but you know maybe 20 years after right. hawaii and other states started that whole process so are we're okay i mean we're okay what's and 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 like that many things so that's that's always been my issue with conservative like values is that a lot of times they want to pass legislation that is on the backs of others. Now, with that said, I'm also very, you know, I see the errors of my people because like, look, I think it was in Seattle. They wanted to decriminalize crime. Decriminalize crime. Yes. So I can go kill somebody and you're like, they wanted to decriminalize crime. And I'm like, what the bullshit is that? Like, (laughs) how can you decriminalize crime? Like, you know, wait, that, so that's the type of stuff that like, you know, they point you, to that other people, right. That you, you know, and I, I consider myself pretty liberal that I'm like, kind of like, Oh my God. Yeah. But that's going to be a I'm like, Oh God, this is going to be so hard to explain. <laughs> like how, like kind of when you would spend that year defending Britney Spears, like oh, that was exhausting. It was, it was, exhausting. Job, it it was, was like, exhausting. Oh man. Well, but I think, I think a, a, an even better point is, you know, <laughs> the, the, from the progressive angle, they're just not very good at branding. Cause again, this whole defund the police thing, right. not the right word, right? right? Like you hear defund the police. It sounds like, you know, nope, we want to get rid of all police. And it's right. like, no, it's redistributing the budget. Right. And the, the, the biggest issue with that term is that you gave it on a silver platter to the opposition right. Right. because the opposition changed the narrative of that term. And they turned out like they want to abolish the police, which defund the police is not abolish the police. That's what but, I thought it was but, the first time I but, saw it. But 
but they they stole the narrative of that thing. And the whole thing, even with defund the police, is that when you break it down to what it really means, I think that most people are probably on on point with it. Of you know having right. uh, special services, like whether it's psychiatric or or whatever, right. you know, reevaluating the budget, right, right, in terms of giving services to other agencies. But you know, it, it's going back to what we were saying about you know the whole thing with Texas. It, it, it's kind of like. Um, a show of strength, like, we could do this. Stop what, us. What I found most disturbing about the Texas abortion situation... Okay, well, let's talk about the Texas abortion. I you mean, know what's funny? Like, I really thought about not bringing it up because, like... This really? Is pero, I know, but this is, like, pero let me tell you. And, like, I feel that, like, I want it to be, like, light and airy and fluffy this but, week. But... Um, but I know that, you know, we hit hard topics too and, yeah. and abortion. Look, let me tell you something about abortion. I'm not even going to talk. I just want to talk about like the, the, the way that this has been. Let me tell you something about abortion. It's I, you know, an abortion is a very, very topic. And here we are talking about abortion. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, um, abortion is one of the, the few issues from a progressive standpoint mm -hmm. that I get. Like, I understand the argument. Right. I understand the argument of, of, of reproductive of, rights of, um, conservatives you know it is a baby you know right. I'm, I'm a parent i remember when i first heard the heartbeat of right. my child it is uh, it is such a moment life-changing it, it, it not only life-changing but to the moment you hear the heartbeat of your child is like oh my god like there is a lot like there's a person it, there's there, a yeah. person in there yeah you know and especially with him like the, the first week it was off like how many weeks he he was old. Like at first, we didn't hear it, and then it was kind of like, "Oh, what's going on?" And then right. we finally, so we were kind of a little like, "Is it gonna, you know, yeah, what's afraid. going on?" Right, right. And then we heard it, and then it's like, it, it's such a beautiful moment, you know, that it's like that is a, the mm -hmm. heartbeat that, and and it's so incredible that the it's so small, it's like tiny, it's like the size of a seed, and it has a heartbeat. Like right. that is an incredible incredible thing so i get it like i get it like the conservative angle of it that it's a life that right. why are you terminating that life like life is precious i get that argument like i i totally get it even if i respect other people even if i choose to believe that a woman's right is right. a woman's right and the government shouldn't tell her what to do with her body right because right? that's the way i see it i i always tell people it's not that i'm pro-abortion I'm not pro-abortion. Nobody wants an abortion. An abortion right. is a terrible, awful thing. Right. I am pro a woman's choice, right. right? So I get it. What bothers me about these abortion bills is that these abortions bills are all political, yeah. political, you know, Ammunition. political yeah. circus. Mm -hmm. That's all what it is. That's all what it is. Because Roe versus Wade has been around for close to 50 years. It's established law. So this is simply fear mongering and it's and all that. Have you read specifically this ban, this law? What I have not. I've read like the bullet points at most. Okay, so and what what bothers me the most about from what I've taken away from it is that it doesn't even allow for in cases of rape or incest. Right. Well, let's get to that in a moment. Because that to me is like, you know what? You you want to ban abortion? Ban abortion. But wait a minute. So now what you're also saying is that when a woman has been attacked and this is the result, it doesn't matter. She should still have to go through that trauma and relive that trauma again. Right. That is my biggest issue with all of this. 
the whole six week ban. I mean, we can have a whole conversation about that. But I just it it it, it it's it's that part of it that is what really sticks in my crawl. Yeah, well, do you know how the how this works? It's really interesting. How what works? Uh, this ban. Not necessarily. Oh, okay. oh, it also it also rewards people. It's basically created a comité, like in Cuba. Right, right, right. But it's interesting because it's not it's not government led or enforced led. It's it, it's personal enforcement. So so technically. So for example, it's not so illegal. For example, the law says that you can't have. An abortion after there's a heart after six weeks is essentially well. It's not six weeks. It's a heartbeat. Oh, okay. Which usually it's six weeks, okay. right? Usually women don't even know they're pregnant until like time. yeah, yeah. But anyways, um, so how it works is okay. So no heartbeat. Well, once there's a heartbeat, mm, that's it. It's illegal. So if, for example, my daughter goes mm. to have an abortion at the local abortion clinic and she's eight weeks pregnant, meaning there was a heartbeat. Yo la hecho pa'lante. And now I have, now there is a personal action against not only her, but against that clinic and that facility. And anyone who facilitated it. Yes. The, the taxi cab driver can be. Yeah, the Uber driver. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And part of it. If he knew. And you get a reward for it. You get, yes. was it $5,000? Yes. So yes, in, 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 in many ways, back to a comité, it's very similar to a comité. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, el comité is a, basically a organi- a, a neighborhood led organization by the communists. Remember when Republicans didn't like communists? Do you want um, to tell you something? To rat on people in the neighborhood you, that were doing anti government activity. Do you want me to tell you something? This is, this is going to be very controversial, what I'm going to say. I respect somebody more who, like, is a Christian or. Um, for religious reasons, mm-hmm. is anti-abortion all the way mm-hmm. than somebody who is anti-abortion except A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, W, you know, right. on and on and on. And I'm going to tell you why. Again, I get it. I, I, It's a very sensitive issue. I get it. I get what you're arguing. So if you are somebody that for, let's say, religious reasons, mm-hmm. you're like, all abortion is murder. Abortion should be legal. I think I have a higher respect for you that you're sticking to your guns because you know why? Rape and incest is a horrible thing. Horrible, horrible, horrible thing. But it's still life. Mm-hmm. And that little soul, that little baby mm-hmm. that was produced, that life is not any less valuable. If if we're if we are <laughs> right, if right, we're right. presenting it on a life basis, like right, right, all right, life right. matters right. On, that, on equal footing, right? That it's a life. Well, that life no tiene la culpa. No tiene la culpa of how they were procreated, right? Right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Right. So, if you're really all about preserving life, then I just don't understand how you can really preserve. If you're a proponent of pr- pr- uh, preserving life and that's your stick, I don't understand how you could be a proponent of pr- of preserving some life. Cherry picking. But not all life, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're really going to see it from that point of view. Because if you see it again, that life is a gift from God and all that, right. then all of it is, not some of it. Right. Right? I know that's really... Do you, do you understand <laughs> no, what, but I, what, but what if, I'm saying? If, if you're going to have the stance, have it hardline. Right? Because, like, for example, my godmother, she's she's very religious. And she she's, she's like, no, el aborto es asesinato. Y todo, sea lo que sea. Sea una mujer violada, whatever. Me da mucha pena con ella. Eso es una vida. I have an easier time mm-hmm. 
digesting that from a moral standpoint mm-hmm. than the people that are like, oh, well, no, abortion is wrong, but A, B, C, D are exceptions. Now, in real, the real world, <laughs> right, 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 in right, the right. real world, right, right, right. Um, I, if you are going to have an abortion ban... Let there be exceptions, exceptions right, 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 in a right, real right, world. Right. Yeah, like medical. But, but from a, from a moral standpoint, please stop it with your moral high ground, because right. all life is life, you know. And I, I just, I, I, it's so. And we're not going to solve the problem. No, it's just <laughs> such a it's kind of. I don't want to use the word disappointment because, again, I get it, but it's such a like really like this is what we're still litigating. Right. Como dice, Fifty years later, we're still here. Whoopi Goldberg. If you are against abortions, don't have an abortion. Don't have one. If you're against gay marriage, don't, don't marry, marry a, gay, marry a person. gay person. <laughs> Speaking of marrying gay people, Vita the Abba's reuniting after 40 years. That's what I wanted to end on too, because it was so it was such a happy thing. You know what? I don't really care, but I do care. <laughs> I feel like even if you don't care, you care because it's been so long. Okay, is it wrong to say that I like Ace of Base more than Abba? No, because we're the age for Ace of Base. Oh, I find Abba's song so like Really? Oh, they're so happy. I know, listeners. I know I'm a horrible person. <laughs> I know. But Abba's music is so happy and uplifting. And okay, the only problem I have with the Abba reunion, which they released two songs today after what is it, forty years of not recording. Okay, but are they like touring? Yes and no. It's just like a hologram tour. They're doing a virtual tour. But the way that they've done the virtual tour is a picture of them online. They did that body capture thing, uh-huh. like in the Polar Express. Uh-huh. And so what's touring is virtual versions of them, but it's based on on them. So they've already, it was like maybe they spent the last like five weeks or so like capturing all their movements and their, and their body types and everything. So it's going to be a virtual tour with a real orchestra, but they are not going to tour. The physical people are not going to tour. So it's like a watching a movie. Essentially. Okay, why don't they... <laughs> Essentially, yes. Why don't they just... Have like one show. One show. Like at the Albert Hall. At the Albert Hall. Right. Do it like high definition. Like, like stream it live to 8, the world. 8K, not 4K, 8K. After you know? last year, we know their streaming capabilities for concerts. Yes. And that's it. And call it a day. I, I mean, I would prefer that than... Than um, this virtual Polar Express tour. Okay, but are they going to have like tour dates? It's they're calling it a spring tour. I don't know what that means exactly because it's it's so for next year. Are they gonna be like hello Miami? I don't know if they're even gonna tour the world. I think they're just gonna tour with like you know a couple of places in Europe. The Spice Girls said that in that 2007. That's tour. true. Look at what happened. That's true. And they were actual people. This is just pack up a projector and go. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget when years ago when you and I said kind of in joke. Can you imagine if, like, they do a virtual Selena, like, yeah. because it was a time when, like, it was like I don't know the first five or ten years after her death that all this stuff started coming out, like, yeah, yeah. like uh, the we movie, were like, oh, that she's gonna tour. I'm like, do it out of Selena somehow. It's gonna tour. It's gonna tour. Yeah. And, oh man, like, <laughs> they, she did. If we knew then what we know now, we would have invested. Yeah, I. So how? What's been the feedback of this ABBA? So they released two songs today. One is a ballad. Um, and, and one these are is real original songs. These are original songs, and they're very ABBA songs. Like they even said it. Um, you know, the 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 two guys said they're like, look, we created a- their new songs, but they are ABBA songs. They're actually releasing an album in I think November. They're like, we didn't try to sound modern. He, they they literally said like, look, 
we're not Drake. Right. We're not going to like it would be ridiculous of us to come out now no, and try to do like shouldn't. a modern sound. Like what would that even be? That's not ABBA. So it sounds like any other ABBA song. And I mean that the highest form of compliment possible. But yeah, it's it's new ABBA music for, after 40 years. I mean, I don't know. I'm excited. I love it. I love ABBA. ABBA. You can't be sad listening to ABBA. Oh, well, I guess unless you're listening to one of the ballads. <laughs> oh, I think they're so cheesy. Like, they are cheesy, but they are. I mean, but th- but that's part of the charm. They, they're they cheesy and they embrace it. You know what I mean? Like, they've never tried to be like, cool. Every single time that I hear that song... Na, 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 oh, gimme, gimme. Yeah, I'm like, oh, man, it's not hung it's up not by Madonna. Because <laughs> it starts the same. Yeah, she sampled it, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, that moment when you're like, oh, when you realize it's yeah. not hung up, I'm like, oh, damn, it's not hung up. You know, which is like one of Madonna's best songs. You know, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> I'm like, sick. You're Echo, like, uh, next. Alexa, play Hung Up by Madonna instead. I, I just, I mean, I realize this is a big deal for like a lot of people, and I think it's interesting. Like, what made them do it now? Because I know that weren't they offered like a billion dollars at one point? I think so, some ridiculous amount. Honestly, I, I didn't see that in the article that I read that I kind of skimmed over. To be honest with you, honestly, I will say I think it was the COVID of it all. I think that after last year, you know, people being stuck at home with nothing to do and. Maybe, you know, these guys just started writing music and they all kind of got together and they said, look, you know, after this crazy year, maybe we don't have how, that many. How old are they now? Are they in their 70s? They've got to be in their 70s. They've got to be in their 60s or late 60s or 70s, you know, but I think maybe it was that. It's like, look, we're not getting any younger. And, you know, last year was maybe a wake up call for a lot of people that if you're going to do something, so do I'm it. I'm just hoping that if this goes well. Ace of Base will get back together. You know what, listeners? You're rolling your eyes and being like, hi, Ace of Base, Mina. If Ace of Base did a comeback tour, you know you're going to go. It's true. You would. Don't lie. I see all of you. And their opening act is going to be the real McCoy. (gasps) Another not another dream, but only you. It's like a vision of love that seems to be Wait, it was LaBouche that the singer died? Yes. In a plane crash? Yes. Like a few days after Aaliyah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Got Melanie something one more british melanie yeah yeah who knew that was such a name in britain sweet dreams of <laughs> rhythm and dancing do you remember all the real mccoy songs okay i'm on the spot now so no another night, another night another dream run away oh run away. i like that one a lot is there another one <laughs> yeah they have several what is hadaway doing nowadays he's still trying to figure out what is love <laughs> what is love <laughs> Baby, don't hurt. And as we know from the video, he's a vampire, so he has all the time in the world. He does. So, yeah. You know what? (laughs) Whatever. The Sign was an awesome song. Fight Me. Both of those albums are fantastic. Yeah. Like, fantastic. You know what's so funny about Ace of Base? Here we are talking about it. We were talking about abortion (laughs) five minutes ago, and here we are now talking about Ace of Base. As one does. You know what's so funny about Ace of Base is that that album... Which one? The first I call one? it Happy Nation because that's the European name of it. Yeah. But the sign here in the US, yeah. they're a big breakthrough the, the, the album. album. When I, you know, that song, that album came out in 94, 95. Um, yes, we're that old. Um, a, you know, I loved the singles and all that. Right, right? right. But now looking back on it, like the songs I listen to the most are like the, Living in Danger. That's a great song. And like Happy Nation and. Um, is, is uh, Voulez-vous danser yes. on... It, that's on Happy Nation? Yes. That's mm. a whole dancing in a coffin one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, why did I listen to these songs in the 90s? But Living in Danger is like a great song. And you know what? The Bridge is a great album too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Experience and, pearls. And, I like and it. And I love um, their version of Cruel Summer. Me too. I know, Remember when we I saw know, them at the... I know we're not supposed to say that, but it's true. No, I mean, I'm not saying I like it more than the original. No, no, no. But, you know, people always shit on the cover. But I like, like, I like theirs a lot. Yeah. Um, I just that's when Lynn started. I think it's so funny because with was it what happened with L- L- Jenny's? Jenny had something happen with her voice, no? I don't know, but I know that Lynn, who was the lead singer, the blonde one. Oh, Lynn is a blonde. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Jenny one. took over, right? Right. By the end, by the by the second album, wow, we're giving people so much base of base information that they didn't even know they did they, they had. By the second album. She yeah was over it. She started getting like anxiety and like stage oh that's fright. what it was okay. Right. So she started appearing less and less in videos and photo shoots. That's why by the time their third album came out and they did Cruel Summer, she's like a blur in the background. She in the black, she's blurry in the background, sitting in a chair. Yeah, she's by the curtain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, listeners. That is more Ace of Base knowledge than you ever thought you wanted to have. <sighs> yeah. Again, things things that occupy our mind instead of algebra. It's and a beautiful the life. periodic table. Oh. oh. But Ace of Base was well. I guess we should be talking about ABBA, but well. But if we didn't have ABBA, we wouldn't have Ace of Base. There's such great things from Sweden: chocolate, IKEA, meatballs, meatballs, <gasps> lingonberry sauce, Volvo. Oh yeah, that yeah. Them and their safety. And their safety. <laughs> ABBA, Ace of Base. No, the Volkswagen is German. Yeah, it's great things come from Sweden. Robin. Who Robin? The, Robin, the singer, Robin. Show me love. Well, yes. Or, Show me love. You know, or, she's from Sweden? I believe she's Swedish. I thought she was talking from Minneapolis. Minneapolis? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I thought she was Swedish. <laughs> now that I've ever really heard her speak. You know what I love about Robin is that... Her Minneapolis look? You know, you know what I think is great about Robin is that... So Robin had those hits in the 90s. Right. Right, dancing and, on my own—that's the song. Yes, I like. just these hits in the '90s, hmm. like "Show Me Love." Yeah, and um, you know, I in the '90s and even the early 2000s, you know, I was very into like Brit pop, yeah. like European pop, and it's so funny because like I—I I don't know, I guess like I completely bypassed her because I never like when I would listen to like. European yeah, pop yeah, yeah. or Brit pop, like Robin never was on the radar, but right. apparently she was because like she had all these albums and all yeah. these like just a huge catalog. Yeah, and I'm like, really? Like this girl from Minneapolis? Yes, who <laughs> was not from? She's from Sweden. I believe she is Swedish. I will actually look it up right now as as I'm talking to you. Show I believe me. so. What other good, th- great things are from Sweden? Well, I mean, I said lingonberry sauce. Oh, I, I have some in the fridge. You Do you really? Some? Yes, of course, from IKEA. Ooh. Okay, I hold on. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Listeners, yeah. listeners, Swedish singer songwriter. Well, good for her. <laughs> <laughs> good for her for being from Sweden. Like, I don't know. Like, good for her that you know she's had a career all these years. You know what's so awesome? Um, in my YouTube suggested plays, mm-hmm. it just doesn't go away. Is this? I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. In my YouTube suggested plays, uh-huh. it will not go away, but I'm not telling it to go away either. I keep getting this performance of JoJo singing, um, uh, it's just a little too late, a little too no, okay. from Jay Leno from 2005. Okay. It just won't <laughs> go away. It's always there. So I'm like, you know, I'm just going to watch it. I'm just going to watch it. I'm watching was, JoJo. Was it worth the watch? Yeah, no. I watch okay. it like, you know, once a week. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so, 
don't know why I even brought that up. <laughs> you know what I think is so funny? This is totally different. This is a shenanigans part of the show. So this week, earlier this week, I was at a block party uh, with uh, Miami Dade. Oh, from Miami Dade College. Yeah, yeah. with my friend Evie's, who's running for uh, Miami Dade Commission District Six. We'll hop her on the show eventually. Yeah. Um, and you also hung out for a little bit with our girl Lucy, Lucy Lopez. Oh yes, Lucy Lopez, who we love. Um, Lucy's awesome. And um, what I think is so funny is that they had their la cafetera. Oh, I saw that. Yes, yeah, yeah. I think it's so funny when that cafetera is on the highway. <laughs> because, you know, I know it, it, it's it's by only a date, right? Uh, I know. I don't think it is. Oh, no? No. Because that cafetera is the most only in date thing there is. Right. Only in date will you see a cafetera, cafetera on the on expressway. A, yeah. On an interstate. And As you're like, and you pass by it so normally. Well, like, I mean, what else would you? I mean, it's not like it's a French press. I mean, can you imagine that cafeteria? I was driving in Minneapolis. If Robin, was, <laughs> if Robin was driving like a cafeteria in Minneapolis, <laughs> Minneapolis, St. Paul, <laughs> the Twin Cities. Robin is there driving her Volvo, as one does, <laughs> and like cafeteria passes by. I mean, I think people probably think it's a flying saucer, like. I would love to do that. Like, let's take it to Minneapolis and just drive it around the streets and I see what happens. I think people would first believe it's a, it's a, yeah, a flying saucer, like mm-hmm. a UFO. Then a cafeteria. They wouldn't know it's a cafeteria. <laughs> They'll be like, what? Que eso? Well, no, they wouldn't say que eso. It's Minneapolis. No, it's not. <laughs> They'll be like, Edward. Edward. <laughs> what is that gray, silverish? It's kind of metallic looking. Metallic looking. It says cafeteria. <laughs> cafeteria. Cafeteria. Oh, let's just go to Target. <laughs> As one does. So are we going to the ABBA World Tour? I mean, we'll see if it, if it... Listen, if it comes here and the tickets are reasonably priced, I would Oh go. my God, I know what we could do. Okay. I know what we could do. If they air this on like HBO or something... Okay. We should live stream it. Yes, get together and have Swedish meatballs Ooh. with lindenberry sauce. And chocolate. Yes. And we can invite Robin. Yes. <laughs> and we'll give everybody parting gifts in the IKEA blue bags. I that's a lot of blue bags. Wait, what are we putting in there? That's a big ass bag. I don't know. Chocolatico. De... Tea lights. Tea, <laughs> tea lights. Because the bag of tea lights is like a hundred for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you been to IKEA recently? Not in the last year. I go to IKEA, I don't know, like once every two weeks, I find. And I, I think Ikea's been hit hard by COVID. Oh, really? Because siempre falta algo. Oh. And it's funny because that would never be the case. No, it was always, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, the other day I wanted to buy meatballs and I only had vegetarian. And I was Ooh. like, I'm not going to have vegetarian Swedish meatballs. That's just weird. That's not the way it was meant to be. No, it's, it's not. Like... No. At all. And, I, and, it's... No. and before that, there was another time that I was going to buy them. I bought the meatballs, but they didn't have the... The lingonberry? The puree. Oh yeah, yeah, and yes, I can make my own puree at home, but I want IKEA puree. It's not the same. <laughs> you want the IKEA powdered puree? Yeah, I want Swedish powdered puree. <laughs> you know that in IKEA? Well, not in now because of COVID. Mm. But prior to COVID, the IKEA restaurant—I think it was either once a week or once a month—they would have a smorgasbord. Really? Yes, and you could. It was like twenty dollars per person. Oh, actually, you know what? I went to IKEA during during COVID because I remember buying something while I had a mask on. Now that I think about it. Well, it was open. It's just that the restaurant wasn't open. No, I went to the restaurant. We went to the restaurant. No, the restaurant reopened now recently, but for a long time it was closed. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I was there last week. Oh. Fui a comprar cuadro. Of course. <laughs> They're so affordable. 
<laughs> well, before we get into our last sodas, I just want to, now that we're talking about food and affordability, you know what else is affordable? What? Our wings. Oh, yes. Our wings, which are currently on pre-order. So if you're if you're in the Mammy area, you can go to Bean Pump Oil MIA's Instagram. And we are doing a pre-order. There is a, a preset amount of orders available from the 2nd of September. I totally forgot what month we were in. To September 8th. And we will deliver it to you on September 12th to time with the uh, you know football season opener of the Miami Dolphins. And after that, if you're in the area, we're going to be doing a pop-up again on Wednesday, September 15th at Beat Culture, which is also where we're going to be doing trivia on September 8th. I am glad you remember all those things because I don't. <laughs> I just need somebody to be like, this is where your body needs to be today. And I'm that person. And you are that person. I am that person. <laughs> because, you know, with all the things that are going on in my life... <laughs> Um, you know, I just need like somebody to grab me by the shoulders and be like, okay, go, go. over here. Just point, point you and push. Freire, pollo. Be- <laughs> and because if you don't fry the chicken, we have nothing. We just have, we sauce. have less than Whitney Houston. Oh, I got that. <laughs> if I don't have you. Okay. Chicken wings and soda. Soda time. So do you want to go first? Or you want to go first. Okay. So I am going to give my last soda. Two and just give me one second because I'm actually looking it up. I have it here. Let me give my last soda to, of course, the stupid internet doesn't work. To Anisley Perez, Nurka Prestamos, and Yamis Derki Pelier. Oh my god. Do you know who that is? Who they Say are? Say that again. Anisley Perez, Perez, Nurka Prestamos, and Yamis Derki Pelier. So these three young women... What great names. ...who are Cuban activists, if you couldn't tell by the name. Are they in Cuba? No, they are here, and they have been on a hunger strike since Saturday, August 28th, in front of the United Nations headquarters in New York. Um, They're only drinking water, but they are staging this hunger strike to demand attention from the international community as a call to help for the Cuban people and the situation that's happening. So these are uh, three ladies who are in this country, in the U.S., obviously. They're in front of the United Nations. But they, you know, they do still have family in Cuba. They are, I don't want to say they're recent arrivals, but, you know, they, they've lived, they lived in Cuba. They're here now. And, you know, basically their whole, their whole thing is that, you know, they, they want to keep drawing attention to that, you know, genocide, essentially, that's happening in Cuba. Um, and they are demanding that Cuba be expelled from the Human Rights Council because they've been, to quote, by violating them for 62 years, keeping silent and committing genocide. Uh, among their demands is also the sending of hospital ships because, quote, our Cubans are dying every second and hospitals on the island are collapsing due to lack of medicine. Uh, the three women do have family on the island. So, you know, it's it's those types of efforts that, again, we may not always be talking about it as much as we did. I know last week we, we talked, touched on it with natalie morales um you know our instagram may not be as full of the sos cuba as it was just a month ago or a couple weeks ago but that doesn't mean that it's not still happening and that doesn't mean that we're still not actively looking at information and and you know digesting it and figuring out ways to continue keeping that voice alive um and these three ladies are doing just that as well you know by i mean what what bigger platform than literally sitting in front of the united nations yeah Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. I mean... I respect anybody who's on a hunger strike because I couldn't do it. I think that what happened with SOS Cuba this year, um, 
we already knew um, how the world doesn't really know. I mean, we talked about it here at length. Um, we posted about it. How it, it confirmed what we already knew that people don't know about Cuba, they don't care about Cuba, they don't care to learn about Cuba, right? And it's just really disappointing and disheartening. Um, you know, you try to see it from an unbiased view. Um, so the way I, I think that you know, these ladies doing this hunger strike, whatever, brings attention, even if one or two people learn about what's the realities of Cuba, it's progress because I think that for a very long time, it Oh well, people are like happy in Cuba. It's an island, and they right. have rum, and you know, and Beyonce went. It must be great. Yeah, it must be great. You know, whatever. So good, you know, good for them, um, and bring the attention that they deserve. Well, my uh, last soda is sort of fluffy, but you know, especially coming from yours. <laughs> so my last soda this week goes to Netflix. Netflix. Yes. Oh, I know why. You know why. I know why. So Netflix. <laughs> And I was part of this movement. <laughs> you were. Finally decided we to about renew it. Manifest. Yeah, for a fourth and final season. Yes, and it's 20 episodes. Yep. So it's 20 hours of Manifest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and it's, I mean, yes, it's Netflix, so there's no commercials, so it is an yes. hour. So now this is the debacle that I have. Okay. Because I'm on season two. Okay. And season three just came out on Netflix. I don't know if I want to watch all of season like get caught up because they're going to start shooting it so like, it's like yeah, you probably have to wait like a year see but muy temprano it'll be february yeah. yeah so it's like oh do i watch it now and like or do i watch it little by little to have a build-up i don't know the conundrums the first world conundrums here's what i would suggest finish season two okay hold off on season three until they announce the date for season four okay. and then you can time it properly okay yeah see that's what I'm here for. Do you think that you had something to do with it? Absolutely. No. You, listen, you affected change on the View by having them acknowledge Desi Arnaz, and you're affecting change at Netflix. But do you think, like I always think this now, that it, that was all publicity stunt? No. Or do you think this was organic? I think this was organic, and and the reason that I don't think it was a publicity stunt is just because. At the end of the day, Manifest is like an ensemble cast situation, and so I think it's not like. Oh, it's you know the the show that revolves around this one person. So if we get this person locked in, we're good. You had to juggle a lot of things, and so I think they may not have wanted to make any type of announcements until they were sure that all of the players, or at least the majority, were on board. Right, but the whole thing of like canceling the show. And well, then, NBC canceled it. I mean, they did. Right. But then Netflix said that they were going to do it, but then they weren't. And they, they, were, they were going back and forth for a bit. You know, They probably just couldn't land on the, the right parameters. You know what I mean? Like, again, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, if we have a cast of 20 people and only three of them are going to do it, I, I, I is it the same show? No, I haven't. No. Okay. I, I know I, we had a whole segment on the yes, show about yes. this some months ago. <laughs> I know that I've gotten invested into a lot of shows that – End up in disappointment. <laughs> but the thing with Manifest is that I need to know. Like, I... You just need closure. I need to know you where the closure. plane went. You like, need closure. I need to know. Like, I am... And I'm only in season two. So imagine the people who saw all the three seasons. True. And I know that season three ended in a major cliffhanger. <laughs> the show is so good that, like, you can't move on with your life. Like, I feel that if that show would have been canceled, like, there, this would have been a... 
you know, in the grand story of my life, this would have been <laughs> one of the things I never got closure on. Is this one of the things that I would have had to bring up at your eulogy? <laughs> and through it all, I need to know his one Martino regret. Two eighty seven went to like. <laughs> I think you should watch it. I I probably will get around to it. Honestly, I'm at this point now where I I we're saying earlier, four hundred streaming services, and I just wind up like. Search, I told you why search, I started watching search. that show, right? I started watching it because it, when it was on NBC, like I remember the commercials, it, it always seemed interesting. Right. But as I said, I was like, I'm not getting invested because it always ends up in disappointment. Always. Right. But you're also part of the problem by doing that. Yes. But okay, yeah. But it's gonna end up in, it's not gonna end well. So when it was released on Netflix and it went to number one, and everybody's like, oh, right, look at right. number one. I'm like, let me just put, you know, on Netflix when you put on a show. Oh, yeah, and it starts auto playing. Yes, but the like the signs are still up. Yes, yes. Okay, within three minutes, I'm like, oh. Really? That quick? Yeah, yes. Oh, like, wow. It was that quick. Oh, because okay. I was like, oh. Oh, okay, okay. That was quick. Yes, it, it within. Shit starts happening within 10 minutes. Coño. Yeah, no, no, no. Because it starts off, the first scene is them at the airport going on different flights. Oh, okay. Right? Okay. And and so it's very quick. And then, you know, when they arrive five years later, it's like, fuck. <laughs> and I kept thinking, I'm like, oh my God, imagine that happened to me. I'd be like, what? <laughs> How much music has Mariah Carey released in five years that oh, I missed? Oh, you would have so much. You would need to take off like two weeks of life just to catch up on that. <laughs> There's so many blogs I'm gonna have to catch up on. Like, like that's too many redline reviews of cars that I watch every day. Mr. Mobile, like, oh, five years to catch. Yeah, that's too many Lamely tweets. <laughs> too many. Uh, can you that's the first thing I thought of. No, not that my son might be five years older. <laughs> He's gonna age anyway. Whatever, I'll figure it out. <laughs> what songs is she releasing? <laughs> okay, never mind. I think it's a good place to end. This is good place as any. Downhill fast. Yes, yeah, as good so, a place as any. Anyway, with that note, <laughs> wow, this was a interesting episode. With that note, we hope everybody uh, listened, laughed, and learned. I don't know. There's not much learning this week, but you know, we're a balance. We like to. We're, we're like the the. Diet of yeah. podcasts. So next time you see that cafeteria on the street, <laughs> think make of sure us. to take. If you're not in Minneapolis, or if you are, if you are in Minneapolis and you see it, then we definitely want to. And picture. if you're in Minneapolis and you see it, and then next to you there's a Volvo with Robin in it, <laughs> you might just be in Sweden. Yes, you might want to take a picture. of You that. might not be in Minneapolis. <laughs> we hope everybody listened, laughed, and learned. Remember to grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us. All right, kids. Episode 172. Have a, great, have a great long weekend. That's right. Great long weekend. Happy Labor, Happy Day, Labor Day, everybody. Bye. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. 
we wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.